0: ¿Y qué eras tú, hijita? ¿Quién es la más blanca? Quién es la más blanca. Quién es la más blanca,
1: quién es la más (risa) draga. Hola, chicas, bienvenidas a
0: Quién es es la más? más My name is Yi, And I am Braulio. And before we start, remember to subscribe and rate the podcast. Tell your friends about the show. It would help us immensely to get the word out about our little show here. We appreciate all the support. Make sure to listen to the end of the
1: podcast because we have a special announcement uh, may have something to do with a ticket giveaway or something like that. So, yeah. Spoiler. Uh so today we're going to be talking about La Masdraga 3, episode 9, La más antojable. Which is weird because it had 6 people. This is the semifinals and it's 6 people. I was like, how did we get here?
0: Only on La Masdraga. Right? And I mean, we started off with so many uh, queens that we kind of predicted that there had to be a double, a double double elimination. (laughs) So we had one a couple of weeks ago, and then this one was technically one as well.
1: Yeah, they pulled all the they pulled all the stuns they could this this season. They were like, let's have somebody come back, let's have somebody double elimination, let's have somebody um not get eliminated, right? They didn't eliminate somebody in some episode. Yeah, the first episode. The first episode. <laughs> As tradition. Yeah. It was everything if you like these kind of twists. Then you probably like this. I could see it coming. I was like, there's no way there's six people in the semifinals. I was like, what? What are they doing?
0: How are they going to do this? They probably were like, we don't know if we're going to get a four season. So let's just, let's just throw it all out there while we have a chance. So they did everything in season three. Yeah, they were just, yeah, they just went for it. So what are your
1: general thoughts on the episode, on the semifinal that is supposed to be, like, I guess I would say, like, the hardest challenge you would think, right, the
0: semifinals would would be? You would think just because, you know, everything's on the line, so we don't know who's actually going to make it. But I don't know. It was kind of a whimper. It wasn't... Like some of the looks were like, is this really semi-final material? I had a lot more fun last week and I feel like this one was just a little, a little down. So I'm hoping that the finale is great, but we'll see. I'll tell
1: you what was not great. These freaking videos that they made, these commercials, they were horrible. They were rough. They were all so bad. They were so bad. I don't know how the judges were lying through their teeth because they were so bad. I did not like, not, I didn't like any of them, to be honest.
0: I think the fanciest one was Raga, and I liked it for some reasons, but um, we'll discuss that later.
1: Yeah, I thought this was a weak semi-final episode. I wanted something more challenging. And plus, they brought the contestants from past seasons. Mm-hmm. And I feel like this should have been just for the semi finalist Like, just for them to go at it. Like, why
0: bring these other queens yeah. or contestants in? It kind of, like, dominated the whole episode whether it was like past drama between the new girls and the season two girls and uh, that or or you know like when you bring Deborah La Grande you know she's going to kind of overshadow the presence of whomever she's paired with so I think that was that was another thing like it kind of um, took the focus on, on them
1: yeah. All right, let's get into the episode. On the delicious semifinals of La Más Draga 3, the contestants are challenged to present a look inspired by a traditional Mexican dish. Pepe y Teo are back and present an extra challenge where the contestants will have to partner up with a past alumni and create a commercial selling their dish. The winner will be named La Más Antojable. Antojable meaning
0: the most uh what is it called? Like kind of like mouth watering. Yeah, like mouth watering, like the most desirable.
1: The most appetizing. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. Anyways, the team, so we already said the the partners were past alumni. And so I forgot how they oh yeah. Remember that, well, first of all, let's talk about how Pepi they are just all of a sudden are back. They're
0: <laughs> here. Yeah.
1: That's so weird. Even though they've been in El Salseo in some episodes, so it's weird that they're not in the in the main episode, but their... they're...
0: Yeah, it's weird. Maybe they just cut them out for some reason. For time. I don't know. They... So, they come
1: back and they have the audacity to pair the girls up they don't even give them a chance to pair each other up
0: <laughs> what do you think about that that's true i didn't even think of that but um well of course that's the uh, the producers used pepe dale as puppets to make the most dramatic pairings i guess um specifically talking about Mista and Soto Nasty since they brought up in past episodes that they had some sort of, I don't know, Twitter feud, I think. Uh, some sort of online thing um, during Mista's auditions, I think. And yeah, so that's definitely, you can definitely tell that the producers had a hand in all this.
1: Yeah, a very heavy hand you can i mean because the fact that oh just all of a sudden mista and Soro are together like oh just random no um so let's go through the teams uh it's Mistabu and Soro nasty memo and eva blunt madison omadison and gala which is one half of Red Rabbit Duel. Mm-hmm. Uh, Raga and the other half of Red Rabbit Duel is uh, Genesis, or Genesis. Rudy and Nina de la Fuente, which I'm so glad she's back because I thought she deserved more time in her season. And the last pair are Adiesque and Deborah La Grande, the winner of La Masraga, Raga the first season. So let's talk about how they they kind of presented their ideas, right? They were presenting their ideas uh-huh. to Pepe Teo. And I don't know if anything really came of this scene. Did you find anything interesting that you noticed? I mean, they were just kind of like telling them like, oh, we're going to do this and this and this. And Pepe Teo were like, sure, yeah. I think the only thing that came out of it is that two people were going to do the same dish.
0: Oh, yeah. Uh, Memo and Rudy, right? Yeah. And even with, like, only six people left, people are still <laughs> choosing similar ideas. And Right? <laughs> yeah, I, I just don't understand. I'm surprised they didn't choose, like,
1: let's all... Uh, I'm surprised the challenge wasn't... You have to choose an item for Papa Guapa's menu. <laughs> you know how they always try to sell something. While you're Kill. cleaning your face with Foreo. You know? <laughs> and sleeping on the... on the What is it called? The mattress that they... The
0: boleto or something. I forgot. Oh, is that what it is? That's the mattress? Yeah. <laughs> That's true. Try to fit it all in there. Yeah, I mean, when they were like presenting their ideas, you kind of saw already... How each of the pairings were gonna turn out. Like some of them got along really well, like Rudy and, and Nina, and then others not so well, like Soro and Mista. And then what what we were afraid of was was uh, or everyone was afraid of with Aviesk and Deborah was Deborah outshining Aviesk, and I think it just it manifested. It it became true in the end. But, yeah, I mean, that's that was pretty much that the little scene with Pepe Dale. They, when they were talking about it, they made it seem like it
1: was going to be so elaborate. Like, you're going to have your own scene. Everybody's going to direct it. Everybody's going to, you know, choose your own, like, um production. It was literally a yeah. green screen. That was it. Yeah. <laughs> I was expecting, like, this big set or something, and... No, it's just a green screen. And it was and a very
0: bad green screen.
1: Yeah, it was moving along with them. It was <laughs> yeah. You know. And um yeah, so the only real drama that happened is them choosing the same thing, which I'm always surprised that nobody changes their their outfit or I mean, I guess cuz that's the problem, right? We've always talked about this how they've already kind of made their outfits for the challenge yeah. and there's no way for them to go back and choose something else
0: yeah although I think there's been instances when some of the girls have either like lost some of their costume or this season like everyone was making excuses about their um uh, I guess seamstress or whoever made their their designer or whatever that apparently they effed up on their costumes and some of them have had to put together something like last minute. So Mm -hmm. why not try to do that (laughs) instead of having the same costume?
1: That's true. Were you happy to see any of these contestants back?
0: Some of the alumni from season one and two? All of them. I mean, especially Deborah. I think she's always... Um, she's just so classy and you can expect a lot from her, a lot of effort. And yeah, I always like seeing her that she should get her own show or bring her as like a judge or something. I don't know. That'd be, that'd be fun to have yeah. her around for longer. Or be the new, like Johnny, like in like in the back,
1: you know, like presenting the challenge. I think that'd be cool. Mm hmm. Yeah. I'd like that. Yeah, I was not so. I mean, uh, the ones that were kind of forgettable that I didn't really remember much. Eva Blunt, she was kind of like I like her drag, but it's as a personality. It was just like okay, that's cool. I I would think they would bring Sofia Jimenez
0: or or Barbara Durango, you know. But no. but I mean, but that's... they already brought her back last season, so maybe that's why.
1: Oh. Yeah. Oh. Okay. So let's say let's let's list the who picked what dish. So the two with the same dish is Memo and Rudy, and they both chose Chile and Nogada. And Madison was just very um, stereotypical, I guess. <laughs> and tacos, yeah. You know, pushing the the culture forward. Um, Abby-esque chose just pretty much corn. Um, Mista was f- selling flautas, uh, which is like a taco, like a crispy taco, but like rolled up. And I don't you know what flautas are, do they? I don't, I don't think so. <laughs> Raga was a salbud, which I didn't know what, what it was, but it's pretty much what
0: she delivered. Is just kind of like a tortilla? Like a, right? Yeah, like a chalupa or something but from Yucatan. Is the Yucatan. Um memo it was
1: okay, I already said he was a chile again. So yeah, that was it. All right. So the dressing room gets heated when some of the contestants bring up Old drama and Mammal calls out the clicks
0: in the group. So That's now rude we move. You, what do you You're mean? You're like you emphasized old drama. <laughs> uh no offense to anybody <laughs> over the age of forty 100?
1: or hundred. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, let's let's go to the dressing room where that's where the drama really really heats up and we see mista and Soro really not really go at it but they kind of do what did you think about their little
0: it was just mostly like throwing shade back and forth they didn't really like, mm, like confront each other i guess like they, they were barely even looking at each other while they were saying stuff they, they were kind of just re, recounting everything for the rest of the girls but I mean yeah I mean they were just yeah just throwing throwing shade um about this really confusing argument <laughs> didn't that uh Mister, mista said she knew her father and oh, yeah
1: that's kind of how why Soto got mad because she brought him up in some kind of interview but she didn't really say anything negative. She was just like, "I knew her father, and she, and hit her father wasn't the way that Soto is."
0: So pretty much, yeah. Same kind of Soto. dissing, yeah. yeah. Which I get it. It's if it's a sore subject, um, but I feel like anything that Mista would have brought up would have like um, fired Soto up at that point, just because. They were just rubbing each other the wrong way by that point. So anything that, that she brought up to the conversation was going to make her even more angry. And Mista
1: was saying in the confessionals, like, Soto doesn't want to help me. She's just kind of mm-hmm. there. And everybody else is working so well together. And I'm the one that's stuck with this person that doesn't want to help me. And then Soto was like, well, I got the impression that they told us that you guys would be producing everything. I'm just here to be the star or like, you know, like just part of this.
0: Just tell me what to do. And yeah, but I think it it was more of like, uh, I don't really like you and we've had issues, so I don't want to help you win. Like, I'll do Mm -hmm. what you tell me, but I'm not going to do anything more than that yeah i got the sense that that's what it was and she was really fighting the whole um i guess in the scene she was supposed to pour sauce on herself and she was fighting the whole the whole time she's like i don't want to get my um dress all uh mangled with with that stuff and um and in the end she ends up doing it but uh so I, I i don't know why she was finding it then if she was just gonna, just gonna give in i think she realized she was gonna look bad and then she was just like okay i'll do it <laughs> on tv or on screen and so during this whole thing i'm like because they're they're talking back and forth a lot. And then all the other girls get involved and even Ibiza gets brought up. And I'm like, shouldn't they be focusing on getting ready this whole time? They're just, they were talking a lot.
1: Yeah, I guess not.
0: I mean, (laughs) looking at some of their looks, they didn't really
1: put much effort. So there was something that, that was brought up that I was like, huh, that's interesting. Oh, they again, I guess Mista just thinks that Soto is being rude because she's she literally said, You're like Guajardo, or <laughs> oh, yeah. she said, Like, you're a gua, be, be, very Guajarda, or something. She made something it a verb, that, yeah. like, Guajardo is now a verb, <laughs> or is it an adjective? An adjective, right? Adjective, yeah,
0: <laughs> which I mean and it's not a positive adjective (laughs) (laughs) I guess it takes a legend to become an adjective so there you go that's Guajardo's legacy
1: okay and then aside from this drama the the other drama that was happening was Memo was like calling out the clique which was composed of according to him, Rudy, Madison, and Mista. And he was saying how he, he thinks that they kind of bully some people and they, they're they kind of like attack people. He literally says, And then we had Raga saying on the side, like, well, you're not like that with me, but I have noticed that you're like that sometimes. But everybody was... I mean, all the clique was denying it. They were like, no, nope, we don't do that. You're wrong. No, yeah. And then Memo was like, well, you're attacking me right now. So <laughs> it just got, it
0: There's got all evidence. Um, I mean, the instances that I can remember, it's mostly like Madison saying something to, um, to Mista about her being old or about her being a witch. So... I don't. Oh, no, but they were talking about like they're in a clique together. Well, I know. But what I'm saying is I've only noticed that like when it's they're talking to each other about each other. I haven't really noticed them or maybe they just hadn't haven't really shown it.
1: Well, uh, that's the
0: problem. They always talk about stuff that we never see. Yeah. I'm like, when did they're this like happen? they like to tell on that show. Yeah, And on they, the sh- TV they show, show, like, all the... <laughs> and they show all the boring parts. <laughs> exactly.
1: Like, where is this supposed, like... Everybody's like, well, you told Ibiza this. Where was this? We didn't see anything. And they were just talking... Didn't they say somebody was being rude to them?
0: Like, after they got eliminated?
1: I remember, like, some somebody mentioned something. Yeah,
0: like it was... I think it was Ibiza. And... I don't remember who. But yeah, I remember we talked about it in one of the episodes.
1: But this is to show you how bad e- either the filming crew or like the producers or the editors like they're not paying attention to these things because mm. they're not if you would have told me who's the click if you would have asked me who's the click on the show I would have just been like maybe Madison me stop but like I wouldn't include Rudy in there. It. No, I haven't seen it. I haven't seen none of that.
0: So, to us, it's yeah, like a surprise. They need to start like building, use the footage to build stories, uh, full stories like throughout the season instead of just yeah, they're just they're just not showing the full the full story there. I know, and they even have El Salseo, which is
1: like... You even have this extra show, and you still don't show us like, anything. Or if the story doesn't make sense, that means you're not telling the story well. You know? Yeah, yeah. All right. Anyways,
0: um, do you have anything else to say about the drama? Mm, No, but I just felt like I was watching... uh... Real housewives of, or real drag housewives of Mexico, or something. A Literally. Drama, drama, drama.
1: Literally. Alrighty, let's move on. Vamos a La Pasarela. La categoria es la más antojable. Yummy. Uh and the first one up, actually, let's talk about their videos and their looks together, so the first one up is memo, and- so what did you think about memo's video <laughs>
0: memo's look? I don't know, <laughs> so what the hell was that on stage? <laughs> my yeah, I forgot <laughs> I forgot my conservative mommy side jumped out <laughs> the censored oh, bar I clutched yeah i clutched my pearls <laughs> um and it was i was trying to figure out if the censored bar was put there by memo like he meant it to be on there or if it was just too spicy for youtube and i was worried about uh, Carmen Salinitas the whole time. Like, what the hell? Is she gonna <laughs> think? <laughs> My poor grandma. <laughs> um, yeah, I was just dumbfounded. Um,
1: we actually I, don't really know what happened because it was literally I, it. The whole screen was blocked.
0: It was it that center. It, 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 it was leading to something, and it was. Um, implied, but then, uh, yeah, I don't know what the rest of it was. But I, I, I will admit, he we finally saw some. Uh, in my view, there was more confidence in Memo while doing whatever he was doing at that point. So take that how you, however you want to take it. So let's just say,
1: okay. So the Veneno and he brings Veneno and Toxico on stage with him, and. I think it's Veneno that bends over in front of his face. So his butt is in front of his face. And
0: and then they center (laughs) it, right? That's when they center it. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, the the commercial was equally just uh, raunchy, I guess. Um, It was supposed to be funny, but it wasn't really funny. It was trying to play... With um, double entendres, double meaning of all, all like, the different um, references that they were making. Um, and then Eva got to throw in her marijuana references. But a comedy girl, she ain't. Because uh, I did not find that funny. And during their scene, I saw, like, the most problems with the camera. I don't know who the hell was... Handling that camera, but it was just moving all over the place. Yeah, just their comic, their comic timing was very off. Like they couldn't hit the punchline well enough, and just it, it wasn't funny.
1: Yeah, you said it. It was was it supposed to be? I guess it was supposed to be at least entertaining. Uh the outfit does not give me Chile relleno or Chile en nogado. Mm -hmm. um so that's a fail it's a good look it just doesn't give the category so it's just kind of confusing why he did that and then the video was so confusing as far as like the thing is that they didn't have any props i feel like if they would have had like the food in front of them like the actual food and like been preparing it because he was kind of explaining how to make this thing
0: Mm -hmm.
1: but it was like what like,
0: you're cooking? Are you cooking? What's happening? Why are you telling us this? I don't know if it was them, but um, I think someone said, oh, we've got all these props that we're going to use, but we don't have them right now. Um, yeah, I do remember that, too. I think it was Raga. Yeah. Was, was it sure. Raga? Okay. Um, but yeah, they could have definitely used some props. Yeah. Props to your mama
1: and Ava Blunt. She, but I mean, I guess she was a good partner. It's just that she didn't really add much to it. Her character was just kind of like, why is this character high and she's presenting a sh- TV show? And then the other thing that hurt the 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 commercials was that they were dressed in the same outfits as the runway. Like they should have been dressed mm-hmm. as something else, like their characters. Yeah,
0: that's true. Something that fit the actual commercial.
1: Yeah, it was so so weird. So I yeah, I didn't really like it. It wasn't it wasn't great. I mean, the outfit is good. It just didn't fit the challenge to me. Um, the next one up is Madison. She's serving you taco,
0: taco, taco realness. Um, I think. Marisol looks pretty flawless without the taco chaleco because that chaleco just looks very cheap, very costumey. Um, and it's it just feels like she's kind of cheating as far as the challenge goes because it's the rest of the look like the dress is just a normal uh gown which makes her look lovely but the chileco is the only taco thing that we that we get so and and i think she 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 made one of those excuses that her designer blah, blah 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 but still it was not good enough the commercial i think it just went on for too long and it was just one joke over and over which is them taking songs changing the lyrics to fit the subject of um tacos i guess or whatever they were (laughs) singing about with her and um and gala it was cute when it started but it was like they didn't commit enough to the absurdity of it i guess and she had a little issue with the green screen because her earrings are green and they looked all the green screen kind of Took that and looked weird, which is not necessarily her fault, but someone should have told her. You know what else they should have told her to stop not to sing.
1: and not <laughs> to sing? Yes, I didn't know what song she was singing because it was so off key. Off yeah. key. What? <laughs> what song is that? It, yeah, literally, keep in. It, you could have told me any song, I'll be like, okay, I guess it. I like the outfit. I think it's cute. I do agree that she probably could have used like a different kind of dress. But I think in the end it works. It's a little more like high glam camp. And I appreciate that. Um, The video, on the other hand, the commercial, the the judges loved it for some reason. I guess they don't have a sense of humor because there was nothing (sighs) funny about it. It was so confusing. Like she was a taco, but she was selling tacos. But then at the end, she made out with the human. And then I was like, what is going on? And then Gala, like again, the, the outfit Gala was wearing just didn't fit the, the whole scene. And all these queens came with like all these like they want to present their most, you know, couture outfits for a commercial. You're going to stand out in a bad way yeah you know like the like the ones that they brought back. I'm like mm-hmm. you should have brought like a little maybe uh like a simple dress just in case you're doing something else, but no, they all wanna bring their their best uh drag, even though their season is already over, and you didn't win except for like. <laughs> were um anyways, yeah, it was bad. I just did not like it. i no, uh Pepi they lied to them when they were like, "Yeah, that's a good idea. Um, the next group or the next uh, contestant is Aviesk who
0: this was I think this was my favorite just because of the whole concept I think that like she took it pretty out there um, which you you can always expect from Aviesk she always has um, good ideas and I like that she kind of her idea was to make the gown out of the food. So she used maize and which is different than what the other girls were thinking. They were thinking more like I'm going to be the food mm-hmm. or dress up as I don't know. Yeah, I guess dress up as the food, um, which looked a little cartoony. And I was like, the with that being dish instead of just like. Yeah, yeah, and with Abby, yes, she kind of took it, definitely a different route and more, I guess, editorial as well. And yeah, I really, I really liked what what she did here, the silhouette. Um, I don't think she needed that the husk, that beige thing that she had. It just to me that cheapened it a little, but the rest of it, like I think when uh, one of the judges asked her to take it off, and I think it looks much better without it. Um, And then her commercial with Deborah La Grande, like we said, Deborah definitely uh, outshined her. Um, I think she tried to hold her own, but she wasn't, I guess, bubbly enough for the kind of commercial that they were trying to do, which was like, they were kind of friends and um and then there was something about trans, and I'm like, what? I got I got really confused. Mm-hmm. She tried, but yeah, definitely not not the best effort.
1: The outfit, I like the neck up. I think that's the most so she, part of things. So you don't like most of it? No, I don't like it. For some reason, I feel like it looks very heavy on her. It has... Like, her her midsection looks really big. And I know that the hips are supposed to go out like that. But if you're going to have your hips go out like that, you need to be... You need to have that waist, like, come in more. So that way you get, like, a nice silhouette. And it just looks like it doesn't fit her. It looks really big. Um, I think this is one of the instances which happens with her sometimes where her outfits kind of wear her instead of her wearing the outfit mm-hmm. um, i think this is one of those times because it looks just heavy but i think the makeup is beautiful i like the gold and i like the idea of it the fact that she added the corns different colors and the gold um the foil things that's cute i agree did not need a jacket and for the commercial. This I guess this was the most successful commercial. Um, but it was because of Deborah. She just sold it. She carried it. Even the second time I watched it, I was just staring at Deborah. I was just like, Yeah, she just carried it. Um, and she was dressed for for like a commercial, I think. It wasn't too loud. It was just like a drag queen, but it was still kind of toned down that it doesn't mm-hmm make you think like what the hell is she wearing imagine seeing obvious shopping for corn or whatever (laughs) the supermarket and that no doesn't make any sense um and plus what made me laugh was that they were they were making us think that they were or they wanted they wanted us to imagine them pushing carts, but they weren't holding a cart. they were just kind of like making their hands as if they were i didn't even Um, get that (laughs) yeah it was so it was funny because Obviously, they didn't have any props, but um, that's I guess that's just production's fault because they didn't they didn't um, provide that. But yeah, it was the most successful, but like again, not because of her. So I don't know if that's good or not. Um, the next contestant is
0: Rudy Reyes. Um, Rudy, I mean, she literally looks like a. Like a Chile. So that's definitely successful. And I like that even though um, it's just like a a one-piece suit um, with a fancy hat. Like it still has um, like texture to it. It it looked like alligator skin or something. It was some
1: kind of material. It definitely, I don't think it's sequins, but I think it is like um, it has texture to it.
0: Yeah, which I thought was good because we've seen all these other ones that they've shown throughout the season, actually, and they're just too simple. And it's just uh, it always feels like cheating. So, um, yeah, I I really like what she what she did here. Um, I think like during her actual runway, she felt a little unsure about her whole little routine, I guess. Uh, where she was on the floor and pouring uh, the sauce, the crema or whatever it is over herself. Um, uh, maybe she was worried that she would fall, but um, she was like a little bit second guessing herself. But the outfit's cool. And in her in her commercial, um, I thought she had a lot of personality. Her and Nina did. Uh, it was weird that. The commercial started with Nina, and she took a lot of the time, from what I remember. But they had fun with it together, and I just didn't really grab the point of it. I I think that's the problem with all of the commercials. Like, the actual purpose of it kind of got lost somewhere. But, yeah, I... I don't know. Wait, what do you think?
1: The I don't like this outfit at all. I think it looks really cheap. And I hate the white and and red appliques on top of it. It's just very distracting. And I that know that she, she's trying to be like the dish, but there's yeah. a way to do it without looking so contrasting. I would have been fine if it would have just been like the the bodysuit and then her hair could have been the cream. Or maybe just, the, maybe just add red to the bodysuit and then the hair is white. So that could be like the cream or something. But I just didn't like it. I thought it was... To me, it's a miss. It's not something that I'm very excited by. And the commercial... The commercial, I, looking at it or watching it the second time, I did think it had more structure than the first um the first time i watched it because it just seemed random the first time but then i do think she thought about certain things and she thought it through and there was more of a storyline in a way even though there wasn't much there was kind of like (laughs) more of like a beginning ending and it all kind of made sense in a way and so that's why i i think it 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 was not as bad as the other ones. It was still pretty bad, but it (laughs) wasn't, it just, it it wasn't, because it wasn't funny, but it was, you know, it wasn't entertaining, but it was just kind of like, it made sense to a certain point. And it looked like she had fun with it, which I think it's very important. Yeah, I think that's pretty much it. I mean, Nina de la Fuente, like you said, I do think she took most of the time. So maybe that's why she won because Nina's, I don't know. She's uh she seemed like she was very into helping her out. So I'm pretty sure she came up with some ideas and she helped her out. So the next uh the next contestant mm-hmm. is the one and only the witch of Mexico. <laughs> uh Mista- witch of the South. <laughs> the
0: witch of the South. Mistabu. Um, so this is just like Mista eating flautas. I guess she just used it as an excuse to eat her lunch on the runway. Um, <laughs> papa, I guess, papa. Yeah.
1: Um. so she was uh, supposed to be
0: a table, right? <laughs> yeah, she said she was, but um, I guess it looks like a mantel, but she, she looks cute for like... I don't know like a doll but th- this look is just not worth um, a semi-final. It is just not enough for a semi-final. I do like that she gave us something like springy, so it's more something more lively than the dark stuff that she always shows us, but it- it's not fitting for this challenge at all. And the commercial, so as I said, uh, all that drama with Soto and, and the and Soto let her pour the sauce on, on herself. And I like that the focus was on Mista since, I mean, it was her sketch. But again, the, like the comic timing didn't work for me in this one either. Uh, she kept saying boo, and I guess it's because of mista boo, but it, it wasn't funny to me.
1: You know what? It's so confusing. The presentation was weird because she came out, she was eating. Obviously, we saw that. But then at mm-hmm. the end, they tied her up on a table thing. Oh, yeah. It was so confusing. I didn't get it. And you're right. This outfit is... I'm going to say probably the worst one because it just doesn't. Yeah. Like everybody else kind of like put at least some thought in. this just looks like a literal um, like tablecloth that she just wrapped around herself. And then she was just eating the food that she was supposed to be inspired by. Like her outfit was supposed to be inspired by this food, but she's eating it. She's not like, you know, wearing it or whatever. Anyways, it was a fail. Um, I hate that she mentioned I had all these other things planned don't tell us that if you're not going to present it don't tell us you had other stuff because we don't want to hear it like yeah, we, and like it that. doesn't matter yeah it doesn't matter and plus I'm, I'm going to get even more disappointed because I'm going to be like I didn't get to see it like I wanted to see all that so that was bad and then the commercial was even worse because I don't remember anything just I just remember Soto being there and being drenched in swaths. And that was pretty much it. I don't know if Soto was supposed to be like a model. I don't know if she's supposed to be the flauta. I do not remember it. But that means it didn't make sense. And Mista was not that great at delivering it. Mm -hmm. And then she had Soto who did literally didn't do anything. So it was a big fail for this week. And it's sad because she's been on the, she's been pretty, she's been like safe, but like mostly at the top, I think like the judges really like her. So Mm -hmm. this is one of those weeks that she just really bombed. Yeah. Speaking of bombs, (laughs) um, Ms. Raga failed on the runway or fell down on the runway. But yeah, she's the next contestant, and
0: I was wondering where you were going with that. I was like, <laughs> "What did I miss?" <laughs> um, <laughs> the taco hat was flawless. I mean, salbut <laughs> uh, before she slaps me, um, she changed her makeup again, which I appreciate. We've all appreciated that from her. She's definitely talented in that regard. And yeah, you talked about the, the fall. And it was hard to tell if it was an accident or if it was on purpose. Because she kind of felt like, um, I guess, comedically. And it seemed kind of um, maybe she was trying to do some physical comedy. Which is to say that she recovered well, in in my view. And but I, I I mean it was definitely not an accident. By by the end, as we saw her like pick up her her dress as she was like walking off to prevent it from happening again. And the actual, I mean, the look is cool. Um, it's nothing we haven't seen before, but the the hat is what shines. And the actual commercial. As I said earlier, I think it was the most successful, and I think it's because she had so much fun with it and so much involvement. in it's it, seemingly in the um, actual production of it, because they like she played around with sound effects and the editing, and um, like when she was jumping from one scene to the next, she she thought a lot about how the commercial was going to be put together um and some of it worked some of it didn't but i really appreciate the effort that she put into it um and i like that she created her own character um and she she never (laughs) jumps out of that character either she just stays with it the whole time um so I I think this was the most successful commercial.
1: My heart fell out when she fell. <laughs> I knew it was cuz I know I I mean I feel like Raga is not one to like be like oh I'm going to fall just to like present something funny. I don't think she would do that. So I knew that it was like um uh she made a misstep. And and I love Raga so I don't want her to to hurt herself um i like the outfit and i like i like where she was going but i think if she would have like presented it as like a waitress kind of thing where she was serving this huge plate i think it would have been i would have liked it a little bit more because it would have been more like campy and this just like looks like a dress that she just had and she just put this on top of her head so it didn't really make sense. It was like, okay, where where's the relation between the the you know the dish and the outfit? Um, so that's why I didn't really love it. But she looks great. It fits her well. I just think the idea could have been pushed further. As far as the commercial, I didn't love it. I did think she had the best ideas. She had most. More- like more of the more ideas than the other girls or the other contestants did, they weren't executed perfectly, which I think was the problem. And I don't know how much control they had with their like actual control. They had like, cut to this, cut this, and make this you know shorter, make this a little bit you know, a uh, longer like um, close up here. I don't know how much they had control because uh, I don't think. I don't think it was what she wanted because I feel like she does, she's a YouTube queen. So she has, she, I'm guessing she edits her videos and her videos are pretty, pretty well edited. So I feel like she would have done a a better job at editing it. But, anyways, it just, it just fell a little short. I didn't think the, the accent was funny at all. And I didn't get that. I don't think that thing that she wanted to, she wanted to translate this she wanted to portray this um kind of um like dubbing you know how when sometimes you dub uh something in yeah. a word zone match the mouth yeah and that didn't really come across it just didn't work I, at least for me i i just thought it looked weird when she was moving
0: Agreed. Her mouth. i was trying to figure out what she was doing but it's like uh you're still speaking the same language just different accent Mm -hmm. So I don't understand why you needed that joke in there.
1: Yeah. Um, And I literally don't remember anything about Hennessy's, but I guess she was there. And so, but yeah, I I liked it. Um, I don't think it was the best. I still think Aviás was a little bit better, but just because of Deborah. But um, I did appreciate hers. Alrighty, that is it for the runway and the commercials uh so rudy reyes wins the challenge and is la mas antojable Avias Aviescu and mistabu land in the bottom and have to lip sync to que ricas son las papas by maribel guardia another classic hit In the end, Avi asks who is named the winner of the lip sync. Okay, and Memo and Mista are added to the drag altar, where they will be remembered until the next episode. (laughs) So, any final thoughts
0: on the episode? I loved Carmen Salinas' immortal words to... Mista during the retroalimentación where she's like, "¿Y qué eras tú, hijita?" Because <laughs> no one could tell what the hell she was trying to do in her runway. <laughs> so that was a total read. I feel like Carmen Salinas is a
1: real like right, like real bitch, like in real I life. Think
0: so. I think so, but I- she gets away with it. With, like, her, uh, I guess, sense of humor or the way she delivers things, she gets away with it. That and, and like, her age. No one's going to tell her off because she's Carmen Salinas. And, yeah, so the winner, uh, Rudy, I guess she was pretty successful to me in what she was doing. But I would have probably gave it to Aviesque just because of the creativity and uh, it was just completely different from the other ones to me. And I don't, I don't know how they chose who, um, who stays. Cause like the lip sync was pretty on par. Um, there was nothing too exciting about any of them. I, I think the one that actually knew most of the words was, was memo, but even memo faulted in, in in some of the lyrics. But yeah, that classic song "Que ricas son las papas." I mean, yeah, you can hear it everywhere. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and then the other, the other thing, Carmen, when she's about to deliver, who she decides to stay. She builds suspense by telling this long ass story. Um, it was in good conscience, it seemed like, but it went on for days, and I, at some point, I was just like, "Is she? Is she just kidding? Is she like, is this a bit that she's making them wait?" But it seemed pretty sincere by by the end, because she um she recounted about her uh, gay friend and who who passed away but yeah that was that was a long wait to find out that avs was going to the finale
1: yeah i'm so happy for her
0: I really like that she's going. I think she, again, I like to root for the underdog. So I would like to see her prove herself even, or push herself even further. But she's definitely got to get out of her comfort zone. I mean, I just don't think they, well at the end they also bring the
1: girls or the contestants back and they're like, well the challenge is you're going to be doing a song, each of you, and you're going to and you're going to perform it at the finale and it's going to be produced by the guy that produces the music, I guess, on the show. Mm-hmm. So I don't know how she's going to do in that because she's not really a performer. But then I'm also confused because I'm like did, did, they, did they give them like a whole six months whenever this was filmed to prepare? Like that doesn't seem very mm. fair. That's why I'm just why like, not? what? Because it make her a better show. It should be like a surprise challenge that's not a real challenge so yeah i just didn't understand that i felt like i wanted to see mista in the end i feel like she deserved it in a way but she also kind of screwed herself over because she voted for avias to come back and that's the thing about these shows people are trying to be the nicest oh yeah let's be fair and then avias took your place so there you go (laughs) you know yeah. She she literally took whoever voted for her. I think even Regina voted for her to come back, and she's gone. Abies still there, so there you go. Um, yeah, I mean that was pretty much it for the episode, and and yeah, I mean I was just glad to see Carmen Salina. I think that was uh I didn't expect her to be there. I was I thought that she was a little too big for the show, but I guess guess not i guess um she'll just do any gig right
0: that's where all of our ticket money is gonna go to right yeah getting we're we're we are providing the budget to bring talia on the show finally i wouldn't (laughs) doubt it i would not doubt it if that's what they're asking the money
1: for yeah <laughs> um so anyways that is the episode thank you guys so much for listening once again to our podcast and i guess we should um make that announcement
0: what announcement so,
1: <laughs> that we're canceling the show bye
0: <laughs> no so They're canceling us um yeah, so we are going to hold a little contest. I, I guess we'll decide randomly depending on uh, the entries that we get. But we're going to uh, be giving out access codes to... Um, or one one access code to mm-hmm. um, someone. So here's the thing. You got to send us, send us an email with a screenshot of your Apple podcast review. So you got to review the podcast plus either a screenshot or something that shows that you also subscribe to the podcast. So both the review and the subscription proof of that. And then in that same email, let us know which region you want the uh, finale access for. So if you go to, like, their website, it lists seven different places. They have Mexico, Costa Rica, Peru, USA, Argentina, Guatemala, and Colombia, which we think is just probably the currency that they want us to pay in. But just to make sure, if you're in one of those regions, send us whichever your preference is, um, so we can um, guarantee that you get the code that you'll be able to actually access the damn finale. And you'll have until Sunday, November 29th, which is two days prior to when the finale uh, will be broadcasted. And that way we can announce someone uh, on the 30th. We'll send you an email and we'll also announce it via... Instagram, so make sure to follow us on there. Which leads me to you also. You include a name or a handle, whatever you want, um, however you want us to address you in your email, so that when we announce it, we can say, okay, so and so is the winner. Um, so, okay, to recap, send us an email to. Oh yeah, and I guess we should tell you what what the email address is. It's (laughs) QuineIsLaMas podcast at gmail.com kineslamas podcast at gmail.com So include a name or a handle and then include a region for the stream and also include the proof of your review and a proof of your subscription to the podcast. Preferably for Apple podcasts. Yeah, let's see who wins. You. It can be you or you or you. Quién es la más?
1: Quién va a ser la más? <laughs> Les mando un beso. Okay, okay. What does Madison say? She always says the same thing. Um. <laughs> Yeah, and if it's on Instagram, we'll probably make like a little personalized video and send it to you. If you have an Instagram and you send us the the handle, we'll send you a little video of us congratulating you as the winner. So, yeah, go enter. Make sure to, like Bradley said, subscribe and review the podcast. And we just want to, you know, give back to the listeners. And we want to make sure. Obviously, we're doing this because we want, you know. a little bit more subscribers and reviews or whatever but also because just we want the person to win that to be a subscriber we don't want somebody to like just hear about it and be like oh i'm just gonna enter whatever you know so that way who whoever's listening to the podcast is benefiting i guess we're giving back to them for listening so yeah thank you guys so much again and where can they find you on social media
0: uh, you can follow me at Hello Braulio. That's H-E-L-L-O-B-R-A-U-L-I-O. Um, and as we mentioned, you can follow the podcast at um La on Instagram, where you will see the looks of the week. Um, and that email address, again, is Guinness Lamas podcast at gmail.com. You have until Sunday, November 29th to enter. And we're they find you, yee. You can find me on Instagram at yes
1: it's yee. That's y e s i t s y i y i. All right, thank you so much, uh, and make sure to enter. And we'll see you for the. I guess there's an episode two
0: next week, right? Yeah, the reunion. De muertas. What do they call it? Dia de las muertas. Yes. We'll see you
1: then (laughs) for El Día de las Muertas. Thank you, guys. Bye. Bye. She's serving you taco. Taco Taco Realness.